We believe that complex health problems are better solved collaboratively and best informed by data. Healthy by Design, presented by the Health Collaborative, explores people and projects leading the charge to improve health and healthcare in greater Cincinnati and beyond. Join us for conversations, interviews, and the occasional deep thought on how we're collectively solving healthcare's toughest challenges. This episode is sponsored by Tier 1 Healthcare. How do you activate the potential of your healthcare team? It all starts with your people. Tier 1 Healthcare combines clinical expertise with neuroscience to unleash your team's potential, activate your strategic goals, and provide safe, quality patient-centered care. Learn more at tier1healthcare.com. This is Brian and Krista, and welcome back to Healthy by Design. Uh, Today we'll be speaking with Dr. Jay Wan. Dr. Wan is the Executive Director of the Peterson Center on Healthcare. He leads the center's expanding portfolio of initiatives and grants to identify high-performance models of healthcare, validate their impact on quality and cost, and facilitate their adoption on a national scale. Dr. Want brings decades of experience in healthcare delivery, improvement science, data transparency, and executive leadership. His background as a primary care physician further grounds the center in its work to enable physicians partnering with patients and care teams to transform healthcare delivery from within the system. Formerly Chief Medical Officer and Board Chairman at the Center for Improving Value in Healthcare, Dr. Want has significant expertise in creating public-private partnerships that support the transparency necessary for healthcare transformation. He has also consulted for the Network for Regional Healthcare Improvement, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Dr. Want has also served as an innovation advisor for the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation and was the president and chief executive officer of a management services organization that is now part of the Medicare Shared Savings ACO program. He served on the board of the of the nonprofit Rocky Mountain Health Plan and on task forces for the Colorado Division of Insurance, the Colorado Trust, the Colorado Hospital Association, the Governor's Blue Ribbon Commission on Healthcare Reform, as a commissioner on the Colorado Commission for Affordable Healthcare, and as a fellow of the Colorado Health Foundation. Dr. Want received his internal medicine training at the University of Colorado Health Sciences Center, his medical degree from Northwestern University, and his undergraduate degree from Wabash College. Dr. Want also happens to be this year's Inspire Healthcare keynote speaker. Inspire is the Health Collaborative's premier event that celebrates our collective efforts to improve health and healthcare in our community. Each year, we present awards to our members and partners who have inspired the healthcare community to innovate, excel, and drive positive change. Dr. Want, we are really looking forward to having you speak at the Inspire Healthcare 2019 November. And uh, thanks for taking some time to speak with us today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Um, thanks, thanks for having me. So, uh, if you are ready, we will jump into a few questions. Um, sure. Please, please provide a brief overview of the Peterson Center on Healthcare. Yeah, the Peterson Center on Healthcare is a is a division of the Peter G. Peterson Foundation. So Pete Peterson, who uh, is the founder, unfortunately passed away last year, but he was a pretty um, a big personality. He was a guy who was successful in business and in government, and ultimately he founded the 
G. Peterson Foundation because he wanted to try to preserve the American dream. He believed that basically uh, government should support and that with the amount of debt we were running up uh, as a country that we needed to kind of get back to some kind of fiscal sanity. Uh, early on in, in the foundation's course, they discovered that if they were actually going to balance the federal budget, that they were going to have to address health care in a big way since it was one of the biggest drivers of debt um, and will continue to be for the next 20 years. So the center really has been founded to try to help the uh, uh, healthcare industry in America become a high-performing industry to add uh, more value to people's lives to deliver better care at a lower cost for everybody that's here. Uh, so that's us in a, uh, in a nutshell over the past five years. Well, there is certainly a lot of value to that work uh, and, and much needed. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. So it's kind of an inspirational background of the start of Peterson Center. So just as a broad question, what inspires you specifically about healthcare? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, healthcare has become this big thing in America, $3 trillion, 18% of the gross to domestic product. But really, I think at its core, uh, healthcare is just a means to an end. Um, what inspires me about healthcare is that it's, its ability basically to unlock people's potential by allowing people to become their best selves. In the presence of disease or if you have chronic pain or other conditions, it's really hard to do that. But healthcare has the potential basically to clear that out of the way and let people get on with what they actually want to accomplish in the world. That to me is a really exciting possibility. I love that answer. Yeah, I really like uh, the idea of uh, helping people become their best selves. That might be my new favorite quote. <laughs> okay. So uh, here in, in Cincinnati, our vision is greater Cincinnati is healthy by design and everyone is connected to quality, affordable health care. Um, what does healthy by design mean to you? Well, I, I think that that slogan uh, is brilliant, by the way, because it, um, you can't expect healthcare to kind of fix things without some intention. And to me, healthy by design means that being healthy doesn't happen by accident. It happens because there's a concerted effort in your community uh, to affect those things that can actually deliver uh, the greatest health. That's uh, a lot of that is habits and the and the environment that people live in. In addition to healthcare, healthcare is kind of like the backstop. If those things don't go well, healthcare can actually help you, you know, kind of rescue the situation when things go wrong. But it won't substitute actually for a healthy diet, exercise, and a healthy environment to begin with. Well, I think what's brilliant about Cincinnati's vision and so many other communities is that they're now starting to look at the things that are most likely to produce health, which, by the way, isn't healthcare. It's mostly these other things that produce a healthy uh, individual, a healthy community, and a healthy environment. Yeah, the social determinants of health have really, uh, we feel here in our in our workspace that they really do make the most determination for a person's health uh, and future going forward. And it's one of the things we really work towards to make that information available. So um, I agree with, well, everything yeah. you said. <laughs> People kind of say that we've rediscovered the, the social determinants of health because they've always been there. I mean, the the original kind of uh, construct uh, for, for that comes from Mark Lalonde, who was Minister of Health in uh, Canada in the 70s. So these concepts have been on, around for a really long time, but there's been more recent work that actually really validates their importance in producing people's health. Uh, there's a professor at Stanford named Raj Chetty who looked at basically you know, all these different factors versus how long you live 
the, the bottom line of his research is, is that, uh, especially for people who are resource challenged, for the poor, for people who are on the lower end of the scale, where you live matters a lot in terms of how long you live. It can make a difference of up to five years between major metropolitan areas in the United States. And that tells me that the, the communities that are intentional about this, that are focused on health and on producing health, are probably going to do a better job for the people who live there. That's fantastic. Yeah. And we really want to connect those social determinants of health to other data sources in the area and make sure that that yep. information is out there. So, Great. So switching gears a little bit. So you have quite an accomplished resume. Um, I was reading it and quite impressed. Um, and I've always loved asking people that are super successful what, and this can be personal or professional, what is the best advice you've ever received? Yeah, while you were reading that intro, I was hoping you were going to edit that down so <laughs> maybe you could do that <laughs> in the after thing. Uh, um, I, I can't imagine anybody's kind of sitting through all that because it's, it's pretty arcane. But uh, okay, so so the answer that I have for that is uh, is be here now. Um, so this is, uh, this is probably personal and professional, but personally, I found that much of my own unhappiness has been regret about the past or fear of the future. Your own mileage may vary, but I found that it's really possible to miss, miss large portions of your life by focusing on things you can't change about your past or worry about things that will never happen in the future. Being present now is really all there is. And, uh, and not coincidentally, uh, just about every religion has some concept that is related to this, that, that idea of really being present for people and really pay atten paying attention to the relationships in your life rather than worrying about the past or fearing the future. I love that, and I've tried to incorporate that in my own personal life, and I feel as though the times when I socialize and I put my phone away, I have yes. a much better time, I really get to interact with the people I'm with, and I feel like just everybody feels a greater sense of value when you're actually communicating with someone, yeah. and not through a screen or a device. Yep, absolutely. I, I, uh, absolutely. That is um, that presence. Uh, I mean, Buddhism. If, if people they talk about the infinite now, that basically now is the only moment you actually get to make a difference in your life and in other people's lives. So, to, in context, did that more or less sum up your favorite quote? There, uh, be be here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got a couple for you. I mean, uh, uh, all of that theme. Uh, wherever you go, there. Bar comes from Buckaroo Bonsai across the East Dimension. I love it. Yeah. yeah, which is, you know, kind of a tongue-in-cheek version of that. But the other one that, that I thought of for this particular occasion is, never doubt the ability of a small group of committed individuals to change the world. In fact, it is the only thing that ever has, and that comes from Margaret Mead. Well, that's very, very nice. It makes me feel better about our group here. We're very small, and I like to think we're doing good work. Um, <laughs> and, but scrappy, I'm sure. Scrappy, yes. That's uh, something I've heard mentioned about us on many occasions. <laughs> so is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners about your work or um, professional experience or anything that has really helped you propel your career forward? Yeah, I, I just, uh, I thought about this and, and uh, 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 you know, I, I'm on this podcast because I'm coming in to speak and p people who are there will hear it in my keynote, but I'm really going to talk 
uh, Cincinnati has a special place. Um, there are a small number of communities around the uh, country that make big changes through collaboration. Um, and I have a whole theory about that, but, uh, but part of it is these places, one thing that these places have in common is that the families tend to go back many generations. And so it's my theory that in Cincinnati and other places that the fabric of, you know, kind of the, uh, of your society is actually woven more tightly than it is in many other places. People in Cincinnati know each other from maybe three or four or five different ways. You know, might have gone to the same high school or your parents knew each other or you go to the same church or you're, you know, or you are on the same kind of pickup soccer team. But uh, those bonds, I think, um, uh, while it may not seem intuitive, those are the things that help people get, uh, get things done, big things like Strive Cincinnati and education or what you guys are doing in your healthcare community. So uh, it's gonna be a real privilege to, uh, to talk with all of you when I get there. Thank you so much. We are so excited to have you. Yeah, and well, thank Dr. You. Long, we really, we really want to thank you for joining us, uh, certainly today, but also at the upcoming Inspire Healthcare event. Um, and uh, you can learn more about Inspire Healthcare event by visiting healthcollab.org slash inspire. And thank you Great. for joining us today. All right. Thank you, guys. Good to talk with you. Thanks again to our guests. Original music provided by Stephen W. Kuffner.